This episode contains descriptions of violence that some listeners might find upsetting. Hi, I'm Adam. I'm Sean. I'm Megan. I'm Rowan. Well, it's nice to be back on again and chatting to the three of you after listening in on your previous episodes. Welcome to the concluding episode of Coming to America, The Immigrant Experience. Now that we've explored the experiences of each group in some detail, we wanted to take a step back and compare them. We have seen that all three groups face discrimination from the American public. Much of this discrimination followed the contemporary understandings of race in America. Since its founding, the United States has been dominated by white supremacist ideology, where white people, especially those considered Aryan, are not seen as just superior, but also as uniquely deserving of dominating the country's society, politics and wealth. This period held a lot of changing views about race, where people attempted to justify white supremacist ideology using pseudoscience and also worked to institutionally maintain white supremacy through policy. As we've seen, Irish immigrants were considered non-white in the beginning of the period we studied, but by the end of the period, this has changed. This change coincided with a drop in discrimination. Throughout our period, Jewish immigrants were considered Caucasian, but not Aryan, and they were a target of eugenics later in the period. Anti-Semitic discrimination rose throughout the period. Chinese immigrants were never considered white, and discrimination remained relatively consistent, especially from a legislative standpoint, most significantly in the 1815 Foreign Miners Tax and the 1882 Exclusion Act. So what we're seeing is that the basis of discrimination also differed. Anti-Irish discrimination was mostly based in anti-Catholicism. Likewise, anti-Jewish discrimination was also based within religion, but also caused by stereotyping and conspiracy theories from centuries before. While anti-Chinese discrimination had less to do with religion, but largely stemmed from racial differences and job stereotyping. The forms discrimination took differed as well. Chinese immigrants faced discrimination from the law with the Chinese Exclusion Act, as well as the public, while discrimination against Jewish and Irish immigrants was less legislative and more from the public. Jobs are one of the areas where immigrants face discrimination. All of our groups were in some way restricted to certain areas of work. Jewish immigrants were shut out of universities and white collar professions and largely worked in clothing making. Irish immigrants made up a large part of the labor force but were stuck in menial and often dangerous jobs. Chinese workers often worked in laundry businesses, cigar factories, and restaurants. They were all considered to be cheap laborers, and they were all seen as quote unquote, accepting low wages. So what our previous episodes have shown is that the shared experience of discrimination faced by these groups of immigrants sometimes led to solidarity. Often unions were a rallying point for Jewish and Irish immigrants, However, this often came at the expense of Chinese immigrants, where unions often attacked and in some cases murdered groups of Chinese workers simply for being different. Irish immigrants also targeted Jewish immigrants, which was seen in the previous episode following the election of Grover Cleveland from Rose Kern's memoir. It's important to note that American opinions on immigration and race have continued to change and xenophobic violence continues and is often exasperated by the rhetoric of people in power. 
There has been a recent increase in hate crimes against Asian Americans in the last year, largely because they're used as scapegoats for COVID-19. From the beginning of the pandemic, former US President Donald Trump and his administration referred to the virus as the quote-unquote China virus and the quote-unquote Wuhan virus, casting the blame for the spread of the pandemic onto China. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki recently stated that there was no question that this rhetoric caused an increase in anti-Asian threats. The rise in anti-Asian hate crimes has included extreme violence. In June of last year, 2020, a man slapped and set fire to an 89-year-old Chinese woman in New York City. In March of this year, a man shot and killed eight people in a series of shootings at Georgia Spas, six of whom were Asian women. Jewish Americans have also recently faced increased violence. According to a report published by the Anti-Defamation League in late 2020, 2019 saw the highest number of anti-Semitic incidents since they began documenting them in 1979. In 2018, a gunman murdered 11 people at the Tree of Life Synagogue in Pittsburgh. Anti-Semitism continues to manifest in politics. Earlier this year, a series of 2018 social media posts by a member of the US Congress resurfaced. The post shared anti-Semitic conspiracy theories about well-known Jewish figures, showing how anti-Semitic views continue to pervade American society. Irish Americans, on the other hand, typically don't experience discrimination based on heritage anymore, and having Irish roots is seen as mainstream. The number of people claiming Irish identity has dropped over the past few decades. In the 2000 census, 40.1 million Americans consider themselves as having Irish ancestry. This declined to 34.7 million in 2010. The issues still seen today are a reflection of those seen when these groups of immigrants first came over to America in the 19th century. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed listening to Coming to America. And if you're interested in learning more about this topic, please check out some of the citations in the description for other recommendations.